0: should you get involved with an altercation that you might witness that's what we're going to talk about today on coffee with alan thank you for joining me this morning i'm here with today is my new favorite day mug it is my new favorite day i'm back here at the office going to be playing catch up and really working on some stuff this week so it's my favorite day to hit it hard and see what i can make happen today all through this week after being in Las Vegas all last week, making different things happen there. Newsletter went out last night. If you saw it, you saw that there was sort of a Vegas theme, street scams, talked about TSA, you know, ways to help you travel. Had a good little self-defense tip in there. Wasn't a technique, but it was something else that's very important. So I hope you enjoyed that newsletter. If you're not getting them, go to enjoylifesafely.com, sign up, you'll get them. A lot of good stuff to make your life better. So when I was in Vegas, I witnessed a fight. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So did a lot of people. I mean, what's new, right? You know, I was heading into a hotel casino there on the strip and two guys fighting. Now, should you get involved? Shouldn't you get involved? That's going to be a personal decision. You know, there is no absolute answer. Now I'll tell you the safest thing you can do as you see a fight, anything going on, is to leave. Get yourself someplace safe. Get away from the area. Don't take out your phone and be videoing it and all of this stuff. Don't sit there and gawk and wondering what's going to happen. I mean, the safest thing is to remove yourself from the area. Get out of the area completely. Go someplace safe. Go on about your business. Now, these two people that I witnessed fighting, they really didn't know what they were doing common couple guys probably drinking a little too much, got into an altercation. I don't know how many times I've seen the same thing in bars and security and different things where I've events where I've been working. The difference is when I've been working, I'm paid to go break them up. And those two would have been easy to break up. They like, again, they did not really know what they were doing. It was pushing, shoving, some ineffective punches. When the one guy got pushed to the ground, it was an ineffective kick that the other guy threw at him. Again, they didn't know what they were doing. Nobody got hurt bad. And I was not being paid to go in and break them up. So I'm not going to, I just kept on going you know, and it was somebody else grabbed the one guy, you know, because after the guy went down on the ground and the guy kicked him, the other guy sort of stormed off. And then the guy on the ground, his buddy was picking him up as I was going on my way. Again, nobody got hurt bad. Again, I wasn't getting paid to intervene. So I'm not going to. Now, what if the situation was a little different? What if someone was going to be seriously hurt? And I thought I could prevent that by intervening, breaking up and keeping somebody from being seriously hurt or killed. Then do I get involved? Maybe. And I say maybe because there's always different variables that you're gonna have to think about. Are there others that would jump on me if I did intervene? Is there somebody else coming, you know, law enforcement or security that are being paid to do it that they can? Am I the only alternative to keep somebody be- from being seriously hurt or killed? What is the risk to me? You know, you have to think about all of these different variables. I mean, I have a family to go home to. Am I going to risk not going home to my family for a stranger? You need to weigh those decisions out yourself. And it's going to be based on your skills and so forth, too. I have a little bit of experience breaking stuff up, quite a bit of it in different arenas. Sports security, concert security, bars. I've broken a lot of things up. So I have some experience doing that. If you don't have experience doing that, that weighs into the equation too. But even the best, I don't care who you are, you go in to break it up and the buddy sticks a knife in your gut that you didn't see or a firearm gets pulled out. No matter who you are, how good you are, there is a risk going in there that could potentially be deadly. Any altercation, you know, has that potential risk. I mean, simple little fights that nobody thought were a big deal, people have gone down, smacked their head on the concrete and died. So there is always a risk and you have to assess that risk if it's worth you intervening or not. Again, when I was getting paid to do it, it was my job. With that job also came different insurance and different things to protect me if something went bad, not just physically, but legally if something were to happen. You go on the street, you're just a good citizen. There are good citizen laws that you were trying to help. But something goes south, it's your personal insurance that's going to be covering and your personal bank account that's going to be covering any injuries you sustain and any lawsuits that come against you. So you got to be thinking about those too. Going to say good morning to Larry. Appreciate you being here. Larry says, thanks, Alan Burris. Good thoughts. Appreciate that, Larry say good morning to Dixon. Dixon says, yes. Years ago at a party, I stopped a guy about to use an empty bottle on another guy's head. And again, Dixon did that. He intervened and it worked out fine. And he saved a guy. And Dixon's also a martial artist and had a little bit of experience in that realm, which some people may not have. When I was in the military, I stopped a number of fights between friends and different people more to keep people from getting in trouble and keeping people from getting hurt seriously once it was proven who was dominant and who won, because those are different kind of fights when you're in different kind of cultures. And if you go into the wrong culture and try to do something, you could find everybody against you. I mean, in the military, I was part of that culture and I was respected in that culture of where we were at. So when I go in to break stuff up, it was one thing if I were to go into, say, a bigger city and go into a different culture than mine, and they're having, you know, a personal altercation, whether it had weapons or hand-to-hand or whatever it was, and I go marching in there thinking I'm holier than thou and going to break them up, I could have the entire culture stomp me. So you got to know that kind of stuff too, where you're at and what's going on. And that's your situational awareness, not just who and what's around you, but what kind of culture you're in and and those kind of things, because it changes different places you travel to. So all of those different elements need to be considered before you try to break some altercation up. And I'm not saying do, I'm not saying don't. I'm saying consider the different elements to make the best choice for you and your capabilities. I would never expect my wife to try to break up a street brawl someplace. She doesn't have the size, the strength, or the skills that I have to, or the experience to do something like that. But you know, I have a lot of friends that have worked in the business. They could do it easily, even better than I could, some of them, right? And if there's several of us together, we'd probably have no trouble breaking stuff up and work as a team, just like we did when we were getting paid to do it but you just have to consider those things whenever you are out and about and see something go down like that. And you'll see it quite common when you're in areas where there's young men and alcohol. Those are two huge contributing factors. When you see most street fights, bar fights, usually younger men, usually alcohol involved. That's exactly what I saw in Vegas the other night. It was two younger men and you could tell that they had been drinking alcohol. Take those two factors away, and you will see less type of street violence in those kind of fights. Again, if you get into different cultures, different groups, that's getting into a little bit different kind of violence and different kind of fighting. But your ordinary kind of bar brawl street fights that you often see young men alcohol, often they don't result in serious injuries but sometimes they do. And those are all considerations to take into account before you get involved or not. But absolutely the safest thing for you to do is the minute you notice something like that, and you should notice it because you should be situationally aware when you're out and about and paying attention, is to go someplace safe immediately. That is always going to be the safest thing to keep you and your loved ones safe, especially if you're with someone. You're with your spouse, you're with kids, you're with somebody that you feel responsible for to keep them safe. We'll get them the heck out of there to a the location that will keep them safe. That's going to always be your best bet. But if you are so inclined to involve, get involved and try to help. Make sure you think about all of those other things we discussed on this show and do so safely. That's what I wanted to share today. Just a little something that thought about because I witnessed that fight the other night while I was on the Vegas Strip. Hope you don't witness things like that. Hope you're not involved in things like that because they're not pleasant. You want to go out and have a good time. You know, I had a buddy one time in a bar. Fight broke out. He grabbed his girlfriend and said, let's go. They left. One of the combatants was killed that night. If they would have stayed and gawked, they would have gotten to see a person killed and that's not a pleasant thing. That is not a good thing. So your best bet is always to leave and go someplace safe. Everybody go out and make it a magnificent Monday. Get a lot of good stuff done. Do something pleasant and fun. Enjoy life to the fullest. Just do it safely, and we'll see you tomorrow.